Two Kids and a Career is a production of Jill Divine Media. I want to get your opinion or maybe advice, like the business side of social media and the individual side. Good old Emily Martinez looking at social media as a, a wife and a mom and a friend. Any thoughts about that to help others, if that makes sense? I um, find myself utilizing the mute button a lot, like mm. whether it's on Facebook or Instagram. It's not even so much that like, you know, it's a slam on other people. It's like you have to protect your own mental health. If I find myself looking at somebody's content, whether it's stories or pictures or whatever, and I start to feel just like angry or not, you know, not good enough. I utilize the mute button, utilize the snooze for 30 days on Facebook Mm. or whatever it is just to give yourself some, some space. Evoke Creative is a proud sponsor of Two Kids and a Career. They help small business owners like me brand with purpose and market with intent. The ladies at Evoke Creative will help make your digital presence known. Learn more at evokecco.com. That's evokecco.com. Hi there, and welcome to Two Kids in a Career. I'm Jill Devine. As an entrepreneur, wife, and mama, the daily grind of trying to build a business while taking care of kids and trying to maintain a healthy connection with my hubby, it's a lot. With this podcast, you're going to hear candid conversations with other moms, parenting experts who can share their knowledge and insight, or you'll just hear me rambling to get it all out. There's going to be tears, there's going to be laughter, but most importantly, there will be support. Take a listen and connect with me so we can grow and learn from one another. This is Two Kids and a Career. You know what's funny to me? Not too long ago, and I I think we've come a long way in society when it comes to online dating. I feel like it was a thing that you didn't want to be a part of, and then it was sort of a thing you wanted to be part of, and then everybody wanted to be a part of it. So when you get to meet people and you find out, oh, you met your spouse through online dating, now it's not as big of a deal as it used to be. And so I'm saying all that to set up my guest this week because I kind of feel like it's an online date that we have met. (laughs) We've never met in person. So I have Emily Martinez on the podcast this week, also known as Emmy Lou Styles. Welcome to Two Kids in a Career. Hi, thank you for having me. This is, this is a first, but I'm excited to be here. Yay! I like being the first. I like that. Um, it is a very strange dynamic as far as online and social media. And I think I'm becoming more in tune with it too now that I am on my own and I'm doing this stuff. But there's lots of questions that I have in regard to the digital world and brand ambassadors and influencers and bloggers and all of that good stuff. Yes. I mean, it's just cray cray. And for you, this is still fairly new for you. So let's first back it up a little bit. Tell me a little bit more about Emily. All right. Yeah. Um, So I am a mom of two. Um, married to my college sweetheart. We live here in St. Louis. And um, really, like my career has always kind of been in the marketing world. Um, you know, shortly after graduating college, had a couple different jobs. And then pretty much immediately, like right when I feel like I feel like right when 
kind of just all the online marketing stuff really started to come about um, is when I started. I actually worked at a company called NSI, and now it's Ansira. Um, and that's kind of where I got my start in the digital space and then kind of bounced around a lot. And ultimately, once um, I started having my kids, I just kind of felt like I wanted to have um, just more freedom and flexibility, um, you know, did the corporate stuff for a while. And I mean, the next step for me in the the corporate world was really to like manage people. And I don't know, it's just not something I really wanted to do. And um, always kind of had this passion for sharing. Um, we bought our house eight years ago. So pre-kids. And during that time, I started to kind of document all of our projects and things that we were doing in our new home because it needed a lot of work. So started a little blog at that point in 2012 and then had Layla in 2013 and kind of the blog kind of just went away, fizzled out, um, had Henry a few years later, um, and, you know, continue to work in that time frame. Um, and then once I had Henry, he turned a year old and I kind of just decided like, you know what, I really want to do this blog thing. Um, and so I got back into it. So in 2017 is when I launched Emmy Lou Styles. Um, and I haven't stopped. <laughs> I mean, I can remember like sitting on the couch telling my husband, yeah, I think I'm going to start a blog and I'm going to really do this. And I mean, really like I haven't looked back. So yeah, you, yeah. And you are <laughs> killing it, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. So Emmy Lou styles, I got to tell you my oldest daughter, her name is Louise. And oh. so we call her Lou. So that's your middle name is that's Louise. And, name. Yes. So and then Lou. Yeah. So Lou is um, kind of a play on, Louise, because that's my middle name. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, live here in the Lou. The Lou. Um, and yeah, kind of growing up, my my mom kind of always would some like most of the time my parents would call me M, um, but occasionally I'd get an Emmy Lou, and so it's kind of just a nod to to the past, I guess. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of just how it came came to be. So a lot of times, like in the Instagram world, people think my name's Emmy, yeah. um, but it's actually Emily. Uh, so, but no, that's, that's kind of how that came to, came to be. And then the styles, I mean, is yeah. that just because of the fashion or? You know, it kind of, it kind of started as that. Um, I think going into it, I thought, yeah, it's going to be heavy on the, the style and the fashion side. Cause I've always been drawn to that. Um, but really, it's it's kind of style in all facets of life, really, because um, mm -hmm. I've started to share just more of our lifestyle, really, um, you know, the day to day, what we're feeding the kids, what we're doing, what projects we're doing in our house right now. So um, I don't really like niche down on one specific area. It's kind of, um, you know, just kind of sharing the everyday and hoping it inspires or, or helps people along the way. And so you wouldn't get offended if somebody actually called you Emmy, though. <laughs> no, no, no. It happens a lot. And no, that's fine. <laughs> uh, 
I, I want to talk about motherhood and something that resonated with me that you said on your blog about that you are a stay-at-home mom, but you're a working mom and you have chosen to send your kids to daycare. Yep. And 100%. I just don't understand how some people can think that even if you are a stay-at-home mom, and, and essentially I have shifted my entire career to where I am a stay-at-home mom trying to have a career, right. but um, oh, yeah. you, yeah, you, you need space and you need a break. I mean, this yes. has been a really big struggle and a big conversation that has been had literally in the last week between my husband and me and my mother and some of my best friends because, well, obviously we have COVID and then that makes right. everything worse. So like we are in a situation where our girl's school closed down for good. So there was no option. Like there's, right. there's been no option. And so we have made the transition. And the thing is, like I, I get conflicted because I think, okay, this is a blessing that I'm able to stay home sure. and be with them because there is no childcare and it's financially saving us money. But on right. the flip side, I'm like, well, I, I need like them. you're kind of having to put your stuff yes. on the back burner. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. So yeah, I mean, even for me when we, because yeah, it wasn't just like a light switch overnight that. My husband and I were like, yeah, you, you know what? You can do this. You can, right. you can quit your corporate job and start doing this. Um, so yeah. And aside from blogging, I also like freelance um, and have a couple clients where I manage their social media um, and also set up websites on Squarespace for small businesses. So um, that like, I'm kind of like part-time blogger, part-time doing that stuff. So full-time worker though. Right. Yes, exactly. From my home. And so it's been, I've been doing this now for a year and a half and it's honestly, I just feel like I'm getting to a spot where I'm like comfortable with it. Like it's strange because it's all I wanted for the last, you know, seven years or something was to be in this spot. And then when I finally got in this spot, it was almost like I was like, not embarrassed, but yeah, I mean, I guess just kind of a little self-conscious about like, oh yeah, I work from home, but my kids go to daycare and um, it's just kind of, it's something I've kind of had to work through and, and navigate. And I finally feel like, okay, yeah, no, this, what this is a job, like, and there's yeah. nothing wrong just because I'm not going into an office. Like, yeah. So um, it's been it's been good. And I feel like I'm finally kind of getting over that hump. Um, but then COVID hit. <laughs> so that was a whole nother um, new territory to navigate, as we all know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, and my husband works from home too. So uh, our kids right now are in daycare three days a week. Um, and but my daughter is going into first grade. And so she, her school is actually going to be, um, in session, um, you know, with lots of restrictions. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But once COVID hit back in the spring, um, yeah, it was a lot of divide and conquer. And 
I pretty much handled her schoolwork so that my husband could work in the basement and he he's on conference calls a lot during the day. Um, so those couple months I felt like, I mean, yeah, the kids were home every single day. So it was a lot of working in the evenings and, Mm -hmm. um, trying to fit it in where you, where you can, which, you know, it, that aspect is nice being able to, to do it. But I also feel like it's almost like you can never turn it off. No, (laughs) um, no, your work is it, it's just, it's always there. So (laughs) I wish I had an answer. Um, I try to really like, um, I put like limits on my phone so that I get like alerts that say like, okay, like, you know, you can't access these apps during these times of the day. And that helps a little, um, you know, it kind of just, you can obviously click out of those and still access those things on your phone. But, um, you know, so much of what I do is, is from my phone that I kind of felt like I had to implement some barriers like that just to at least like throw up a red flag to myself and say, okay, like chill out. It'll be there later kind of thing. So, yeah. And that when COVID first hit and then the quarantine and well, I mean, and it's still really it's so going funny. on. Like when, when COVID first hit, I feel like, and I talk about this with my girlfriends too. And we laugh about it now. Cause it was, it was just like, Oh yeah. Like the teachers are going to send home like two weeks of schoolwork because we were going into spring break. I mean, it's clear. I can clearly vividly remember the day, you know, yep, <laughs> like, me too. Okay, yeah, like they're going to have spring break and then yep. I'll teach her for a week and then yeah, she'll go back to school at the end of March. It'll be great. And right. I mean, <laughs> wow. Like I remember sitting <laughs> in my oldest daughter's room and we get the email and a text that says, okay, yeah, um, we are not you. It was a Sunday. Yeah, uh-huh. it was a Sunday yeah. night. Like we are not opening the doors tomorrow. We two weeks and we're like, OK, we, we're going to scramble a little bit because I had some stuff, but we figured. Yeah. And then <laughs> here we are. Right. I mean, like, I, I don't know. It is. It's a funny conversation that my girlfriends and I keep having because we're like, yeah. And now we're about to enter a new school year and we don't right. know what the heck. going on. Right. At first, everything was a little bit easier because my husband was furloughed. So uh-huh. you, we had both of us home. And so we could divide and conquer. Well, I think probably at first we just kind of were, there wasn't a schedule. It was just whatever happens. And then finally right. I realized like, okay, we've got to figure something out because one of the things that I was doing was I was working a couple hours here and a couple hours here and a couple hours there. And I told him, I said, I need like a full day work. Like if yeah. we can figure this out to where maybe two days a week, I work all day, like no interruption and right. no, I mean, he did a great job, but it's different when their teacher is here versus dad, you know, they know they, they some magically forget that I'm here when the teacher's (laughs) here, but any other time they know I'm here, but then it turned back into the hardest time when he went back to work and we were still very restricted. Nobody was helping. Um, 
parents weren't helping. It was then that became a situation where then I was working until one or two in the morning. And guess what? You can't really turn it off. And then the next day I'm tired and cranky. So it's just been this vicious cycle to where we're just now figuring out some sort of schedule to where I can get my stuff done. Because listen, I have no problem screaming from the mountaintops that I was not designed to be a stay-at-home mom. I love my career. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be a stay-at-home mom. Those those women are freaking heroes in my mind. But like, I have been learning just in therapy and talking with others that I'm not complete and I'm not me if I am not doing what I love and this is what I love and blogging is what I love and helping others is what I love. And if I am not fulfilling that, I'm not a good person. I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good wife. I'm not a good friend. And so that's been the biggest hurdle. Totally agree. Hmm. <laughs> I okay. Know. I wish I had the answers. I mean, <laughs> there I are no answers. Right. There aren't. <laughs> um, okay. Social media and the digital space is so huge and so relevant and so needed right now. There's the good, the bad, and the ugly. There yes. always is. Yep. What I, I think one thing that And I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like sometimes people don't realize that social media is a job. It is a full time job. And I mean, I'm scrambling. I have no clue. I don't I I mean, I'm trying. And one of the things that I want to back up to before we hit record is you said something about when I just said, okay, this is what we're going to do. Da, 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 and you, you know, I, and I, in all honesty with all of my guests, every conversation is natural and organic. And sometimes I have copy points and sometimes I have leading questions, but it's all natural and organic. And, and I said to you, Emily, I said, stop talking to me because I want to talk about this when I hit record. You made a comment about how you felt good because you recognize my voice. Like it yeah. brought you a little bit of comfort. And for me, and it, and it, it's like burning in my, <laughs> in my belly right now, because it's the comparison thing. Uh-huh. And you wrote about this, like, I see what you're doing on social media and you're killing it. And I see these great things that you're doing. Now, this is this is my perspective. And sure. I'm like, oh, wow, that's really kick ass. Oh, my gosh, that's really awesome. Oh, my gosh, that's a really cool thing to be a part of. And then when I reach out to people like you who I think that are just so influential, I'm like, oh, why are they going to answer me? Like, here I am with my little podcast. No. And it yeah. really like the comparison game. It's right. No, and I yeah. totally get it because I like I can relate in the same way and it's it's so silly because like I I actually really like dislike the term influencer. I mean Okay. I wanted to talk about that. that. That's okay that you said it. People that's what people say. But it is just like I don't know, it's just kind of like 
like I didn't do this because I'm not the type of person that like, oh my gosh, I love like showing myself on the internet. It's not, that's not it. And, you know, I have friends and stuff that'll be like, oh my gosh, like I was at this thing and -and so-and-so knew who, like knew who you were. Like you, you know, you've really made it. And I'm like, ew, like, ew, like I don't (laughs) like that, you know? Um, So yeah, I mean, for me, it, it, I don't, I don't know. It's hard. It's so strange because yes, like I'm posting pictures of myself to the internet and it's, it's strange, but that's, that's where we are in 2020. Mm-hmm. But, um, but no, exactly what you're saying. And it it's, I, I hate that it's that way that like you even felt that way, but I, I feel the same way. Like there's stuff that I do in this Instagram space where, you know, maybe I'm teaming up with other girls who have hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm -hmm. Here I am with my, my, you know, in comparison, small following. And, and I feel like, oh gosh, like there's no way they're going to respond to me. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are people like that, but um, I mean, you kind of, I think you start to like learn who, like, who you mesh with just from like watching people's stories and you can, you can tell if they're um, a genuine person and organic conversation. And, um, but yeah, it's, you're right. Like you said in the beginning, it is a little bit like online dating, which I have no experience in, but (laughs) no, (laughs) um, yeah, when you do like, it's just, it's strange because you make these connections with people, um, that you don't know, but I also am so fascinated by that. And it's funny because I actually have a friend from college who always jokes about like, you know, she's like, I'm, it's no surprise that this is what you're doing because I mean, I can vividly remember the day that our college got Facebook <laughs> and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And <laughs> I mean, really? Really, yeah, I mean, it was 2005 and my roommates came home and they like somebody in one of their classes had been talking about it. And we literally huddled around my big like box computer and found it. And I mean, at that point there was like, it was only colleges. Like you could only get on it if you had like a college email address. Um, But apparently, and I don't remember this, but my friend tells me, she's like, yeah, like you told me about Facebook. I'm like, Oh, did I? Um, all right. Okay. But yeah, I always laugh when, when, like when you started to interrupt, but when you were saying the college thing, I mean, I just keep thinking about Justin Timberlake and the social network and like, I mean, it's just, the whole thing is fascinating because I did not join Facebook until 2010. I was one of the late ones. Yeah. 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 You held Mm. out. I mean, I still have friends (laughs) now that aren't on there and it fascinates me. I'm like, wow. Like, what, how would things be different? Like if I mm-hmm. wasn't on here, right? Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I vividly remember it. And I remember going away to college and like the, what was it? AOL instant messenger. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that was the whole thing. Like in my space, right. And staying in <laughs> touch with all your, you know, all your friends from back home. And, um, so I, yeah, I kind of just, it makes me laugh when I look back on that stuff. Cause I'm like, oh yeah. Like I've always kind of had a knack for this like social 
aspect of mm-hmm. the internet. So uh, I feel like what you're saying is kind of how I feel as far as yes, you I mean, the most uncomfortable thing for me and, and you can look at the whole pivot from before I, I well, I would actually probably just even say April or May from April or May of this year to before then you did not see a lot of pictures of me on social media. I just wasn't one of those. I I, I still am not. This is very uncomfortable for me, but I'm learning that I have a voice and people want to hear things that I I'm doing and I have to be confident in that. Just like the same with you. It's not like, and yes, there are definitely people who love to see themselves and love to, to do that stuff. And, and like you said, you can figure it out kind of like the online dating, you can figure out true intentions. You can figure out who you mesh with. Right. But in the world we're in now, and even more so because of COVID, things are online. And like, I yeah. just feel that I have in this journey with people like you have found some really kick-ass, amazing women who are very supportive and yeah. have a different outlook and have a different perspective than others. And so that's and I think that that's the other thing we do follow or we we kind of concentrate on followers and likes. Right. And I am also learning on the business side. That's not necessarily what you need. I mean, right. if we're going to talk business, it's engagement. But right. right. Like, you do. like, of course, like it's so nice, like when, yeah, you're getting a lot of likes on your photos and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it really is like you, you know, it's more important to have people that are there for the right reasons and engaged with your content because they like what you're sharing versus, you know, a hundred thousand people that like, aren't maybe even real people. (laughs) Right. Oh yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that goes back to what you were mentioning earlier about how, I mean, I I know your following is big (laughs) and then you look at mine, I'm like, Oh damn. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny because even you saying like, oh, you're following. And then I like in my mind, I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I want to get to this point or I want to get to this point. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Yeah. It's a total mind game. Okay. I want to then now shift to the business side and the social media side and um, the digital aspect. Okay. You're not the first person. And I feel the same way about the influencer title. And I think it's because you have, just like anything, you have that individual who takes advantage of that. And then you have the individual who understands and gets it, but it just feels, eh. Yeah. What would you prefer to be called or a different term? Yeah. You know, it's funny because I think about that a lot because I'll change like the, um, like my bio on my Instagram profile or when I was updating the about page on my blog, it's hard. I don't know. I mean, like I don't mind the term blogger, but then I don't know. That's also like kind of, and I guess I've been seeing a lot more like digital content creator or content creator. Um, and I feel like that, like I resonate more with that um, 
just in what I do in this space is ultimately create content that I love and that I want to share and um, hope that other people find it inspirational or get something from it. Um, And then even when I work with brands in this space, like that's what I'm doing. I'm creating content. And if it influences someone or it inspires someone, then, then great. But um, yeah, ultimately, yeah, I guess I kind of resonate with the, the content creator aspect. I like that too. Yeah. I think, I think I've used that or I currently use it because it, you're creating right. stuff. You're, right. Yeah. So then I don't know. I, I want to get your opinion or maybe advice, like the business side of social media and the individual side. So obviously there's a lot, probably more, I don't know. I guess I would, you would think that the percentages would be more of just Good old Emily Martinez looking at social media as a, a wife and a mom and a friend. Like, any thoughts about that to help others, if that makes sense? I, I, it's the I, comparison game. Right. I um, find myself utilizing the mute button a lot, like mm. whether it's on Facebook or Instagram. And it's not even so much that, like, you know, it's a slam on other people. It's like, you have to protect your own mental health. And Mm -hmm. if I'm like, if I find myself looking at somebody's content, whether it's stories or pictures or whatever, and I start to feel just like angry or not, you know, not good enough, I tap that, tap that mute button. And that doesn't mean, you know, you're not unfollowing the person. Um, And it's, you know, again, it's protecting your own mental health because it, yeah, I mean, sure. Could you get off of social media? Yes. And I think it's really great to take breaks from it. You know, I try mm-hmm. to really like limit, um, you know, for me, it's like, I try to really limit it on like Saturdays, but again, it's still there. And like, you have your phone because you're like, I want to take pictures of my kids. Um, right. But you know, some of that, it's like, well, I don't have to post it right now. I can share it later or I don't have to share it at all, you know? Um, but yeah, for me, I think, um, that comparison thing, yes, utilize the mute button, utilize the snooze for 30 days on Facebook Mm. or whatever it is, um, just to give yourself some, some space. (laughs) Now Um, on the business side, if, Obviously, you're, you you do this on the side. A couple of tips that you would give me, another entrepreneur, as someone sure. else? Yeah, I think consistency um, yep. is key. Like a lot of the, um, you know, I like I said, I kind of manage a handful of small business uh, accounts, social media wise. And really, it's consistency is key. So making yourself a calendar. Um I have a calendar for my my personal Emmy Lou Styles Instagram account, but that encompasses, you know, what am I going to share in stories this week? What am I going to share on my feed this week? What blog posts do I have going up? And it, it, I mean, it's literally just a simple Google sheet that I, you know, keep track of and it kind of helps keep me on track. And same for these small businesses that I assist with as, as well. Um, 
just really trying to plan out what you're going to say and keeping that consistent voice. So maybe it's um, from like my blogging standpoint, okay, on Mondays, I, I do my Monday must-haves and it's kind of a roundup of things that I'm loving that I've seen when I've been doing online shopping. And then maybe on Sundays, I'm going to share kind of a snapshot of our weekend and it's more like a look into our behind the scenes, our life. Um, and then from this business standpoint, like, uh, depending on what the business is, like maybe once a week you share a customer review, um, you know, cause that always resonates with people to, to see happy customers. Um, but just kind of keeping that consistent flow. And even if you're not posting every single day, um, you kind of at least have like a guide to follow as far as the category or the type of content that you are putting out there. And it is, like I said, a full-time job. I don't know. I need an assistant. No, I'm kidding. Kind of. (laughs) No, for real. Like I look at your stories on Instagram. I'm like, how the hell does she create those? (laughs) I mean, damn. You know, and I think now with some of these enhancements that Instagram just rolled out, like I feel like that helps a little bit because sometimes um, to make some of these really cool graphics and things that you see people putting on stories, it's like, okay, well, that's another app I have to have. And I have to go into yep. this app and create this graphic with this text and then upload it into Instagram. No. And, now, and I think most people have it now, or maybe it's still kind of a phase rollout, but um, now the new fonts, like the new fonts, which yep. I feel like I've just been like dipping my toe in the water to try some of the other ones. Cause I'm like, Nope, give me the typewriter. I just want the typewriter. <laughs> um, and then now with Instagram reels, because I, I'm confused, you know, right? I'm confused. I, you and I both, but I, I just, I took about 45 minutes on Sunday and I tried to create one because I downloaded TikTok during quarantine. And then I, I pretty quickly after a month deleted it, it just uh, wasn't the right fit for me. Um, so now reels is very similar. Um, and what's yeah, the I mean, purpose of reels though? I think it's just really to create. And yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out too. But from what I can tell, it just kind of feels like a fun way to create stories really like for me I can see myself using it if I'm trying on different outfits and showing you how to to style certain pieces it's just kind of a fun way to quickly go through those and maybe not even like have to talk during it like it's kind of more like visual um uh, that's that's my first pass at it, but okay. you know I don't know because I I made one and then I tried to post it in my feed last night and my feet were cut off. And I, I saw like, and I was like, I see the whole outfit. So what purpose does this serve? And then and then I'm like, well, great, I wasted 45 minutes making this, and now like I can't even post it where I wanted to post it. So I ended up sharing it to my stories because I'm like, well, I can post it there and it won't feel like a complete waste of my time. Um, and I think but where, do the another, reels, where do you post the reels then? I'm confused by that. Is it not so in your stories? <laughs> you can either choose to post it to your stories or you can also post it to your feed. Like when you make one, it kind of like oh, gives you the okay. option. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of Googling for me. I was Googling 
how, cause I'm like, how do I stop and start it and mm-hmm. change, make these transitions? So, um, but that's another thing too, just advice for bloggers or small businesses, or just if you're trying to find your way from a business standpoint in, um, the digital space is like, how can you create? And I feel like I'm finally just getting to a point where I'm doing this like better um, is when you create content, like it's not just share at one time and forget it. You know, yep. you have to really keep sharing that um, because not everybody's going to see your stories. And even though you personally feel like it's redundant because, oh, well, I already shared that, but there's a lot of people that probably didn't mm-hmm. see it or if they did see it, they didn't engage with it or, you know, they need to see it again to, for it to make sense or whatnot. So I think just like being smart about the content you're creating and thinking how, how many other ways can I use it? Can I share it on my stories? Can I also put it in my feed? Can I turn it into a blog post? Yep. Um, and so just kind of thinking about all the different channels that people consume your content. Well, and that's one of my biggest things is that I haven't been doing is recycling that stuff and and having it's hard. Like I, it, yeah, like I don't know what it is, and I think for me, like it finally, like like kind of finally had this like light bulb moment when I started to really strictly follow, um, like this content calendar that I've created for myself. But it wasn't like I didn't quit my corporate job and then walk right into this. Like I kind right. of like fumbled around for. Uh, a while <laughs> until I kind of started to make sense of it more. But well, and going back to that whole somebody may not see it. I mean, it's just kind of like even the rule with radio when even though when we were on and if I talked about something and it was like, oh, talk about it again in an hour, an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, they already heard it. Who am I to really somebody's right. listening that entire time? Right. So. It is but one it of is, those things, yeah. yeah. It kind of gets in your head. And it, I mean, I think about it a lot too. Like my past job, I was working in a corporate setting and um, we were creating emails for shoe brands. And like we'd be in meetings and somebody would say, well, we just we just sent an email on that like at the end of last month. It's like, okay, but like brown boots are popular. Like, I mean, we've got a lot of these, like let's right. do with it again. Um so yeah, just it it it's funny though because when you're actually in it, you're like, well, I just talked about it, but yeah, 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 I, I yeah. Like, I think a smart person once said something. I know I've read it, like about someone has to see something like seven times before they make a purchase, and not that everything you're putting mm-hmm. out there is is purchase related, but it's in that same vein as as far as like people have to to see things a few times or maybe they didn't see it. So you're hitting those people that didn't see it. Well, here's the prime example, the sports bra. I purchased it, <laughs> but I saw, <laughs> I saw you post it. I need to order more. Actually, Oh my gosh. They're so good. I will make sure to give out your, we'll give all the details out, right. but uh, <laughs> Emily had posted these sports bras from Amazon. And um, I I saw it a couple times before I finally was like, okay, let me look I'll at this. Them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're great. The only thing I don't like are the inserts. Like 
You somebody know? wrote that on, like, they did something funny. They're like, who in their right mind designs sports bra with yes. inserts and bra and swimsuits with inserts? Just either oh sew them in or keep them out. I know. Totally. I took them They're out. They're comfortable. The but the one thing I noticed is like, because I have the, um like, neutral colors. Like, I think I've got a black, a gray, and a white one. Maybe. That's then, what I got. Yeah. And then sometimes, like, when I take them out of the laundry, like, and I go to use them. I'm like, wait, is this inside out? Like they kind of same on both sides. <laughs> so, yeah, but I did pull but, the the inserts out. Yes, know, um, same with swimsuits. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, so ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, that is that is a prime example. Um, and, and before we wrap up, there were a couple of things that I wanted to address when when you were talking about the personal side of social media and the hitting the mute. I will also add to that. That if you see somebody and and I'm I'm getting better about this too, and it's just because it's a it's a comfort thing. But if you see somebody doing something that you think is really cool, and even if you don't know them, because again, we don't know a ton of people, we don't know everybody on right. on social media. Tell them that they're doing a great job, totally. or tell them that they you like something, or if they're talking about having a rough day, send encouragement because all of that will just keep recycling and help one another. And I know for me personally, when I, I mean, I'm never fishing for compliments, but when I hear something from someone. It just kind of resets you. Totally agree. And, you know, I had that last night just with this reels thing because I was kind of like, ugh, like, am I really going to put this out there? This is so dumb. And I had a couple just, you know, a couple people that were like, this is really cool. Like, great job. And it wasn't even other content creators, but I'm like, okay, like it just kind of validated. All right. My time was well spent. It was something I tried and maybe I'll do it again. Um, yes. And- like I think liking things is really, really good like to do that. But every now and again, a comment when yes. you truly mean it, when you truly totally. want to send it, do it. Yep. Agreed. Um, I think it goes a long way. The other thing I wanted to point out is, and, and this is even for my own self, I mean, there's been plenty of conversations with my husband like, what am I doing? <laughs> um, why did I create this business? And then he'll be like, Jill. It hasn't even been six months. And so (laughs) just to hear, and even one of my best friends, she's like, Jill, our business has been, it's been three years and we have reinvented and redesigned and done everything multiple times. And so I think the patience factor, I'm not very good at that, but to remind myself to be patient. (laughs) Yes. And, and you, I mean, you really have to be in this space because it just, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's saturated, but so it is, it is. I mean, so many people now are, yeah, I mean, everybody's kind of, everybody's selling something or everybody's like, yeah, you just kind of have to find your, your circle and focus. I mean, really focus on, focus on you. Like I find myself sometimes like in that mindless scroll and it's like, Nope, stop it. Like, I'm not going to keep scrolling. Like, what can I do? Like, how stop scrolling and go focus on something that I can do for my blog, my business, and, you know, take a step back from the mindless scrolling. Yeah, totally. Well, 
where can people reach you? Give all the deets. Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at Emmy Lou Styles, E-M-M-Y-L-O-U-S-T-Y-L-E-S. And I also have a blog under that same same uh, name, emmylustyles.com. Um, I'm on Facebook and yeah, that's, that's where you can find What me. about your freelance stuff? Oh, or- yeah. So <laughs> freelance really has kind of um, been a lot of word of mouth. Um, I actually have a website that I purchased for that side of my business and I still have not launched it. But um, if you are interested in talking to me about anything along those lines, um, you can email me at emartinez1129 at gmail.com. And will you do that one more time? Yes. emartinez1129 at gmail.com. And I will have everything also linked up in the show notes at jilldevine.com so that if you missed any of this because you're driving or you're taking a walk, you can't write it all down. It will all be there. And I cannot wait to actually meet you in person. I know. We need to like have coffee or something sometimes. <laughs> like our first date. So yeah. It's like, I feel like I know you. Um, ditto. Right? Ditto. Like, it's so good to talk to you. Right. Like, this is so great. But we eventually this will have to be in person. And yes. yeah, we'll keep everybody sure, updated on you. But if you are looking for some great content and especially some style, she's got lots of tips. You should go follow Emily Styles. Emily Martinez, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was this was a lot of fun. All right, it is time for this week's Supermom shout out. Are you ready? Yes, I know you are. It is from Kate on behalf of her best friend, Jen of Forestdale, Missouri. She writes, Jen is a killer mom of three sweet, crazy, loud, and adventurous kiddos. She manages all three, which by the way, they're under the age of seven, most days on her very own because her hubby travels in and out of town and you'll never hear her complain about a single thing. They're dressed in the cutest wardrobes ever There's activities planned all day long. She plans out breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the walks, the bike rides, the baths, and so much more in there, all while working as a hairstylist behind the chair. She not only is an amazing mom, but she gives so much encouragement to other moms too on a daily basis. She definitely deserves a shout out and she would do anything for those kids. And I love seeing her advocating them daily. I see you and I support you and I shout you out, Jen. This is your Supermom shout-out. If you have a Supermom that you would like to nominate, email me, hello at jilldevine.com, and all I need is her name, where she's from, and a brief description as to why. For updates on the podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at jilldevine. You can also go to the website, jilldevine.com, join my email list, and you'll get emails from me here and there. I won't junk up your inbox, I promise. And that is all at jilldevine.com. Lastly... Can I ask you to please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast? Any love sent my way is so appreciated, and I'm truly thankful. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you next week with a new episode of Two Kids and a Career. 